It's showtime. Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. How are you? I hope all is well. Now, I was up at 5 a.m. this morning. Couldn't go back to sleep. Didn't take a nap yesterday. So, uh, that's not a good sign. It's usually when I sleep twice in a day that the, the second one it gets cut short. So, I don't know what's going on, but I don't even care. If the answer is going back to work, going back into the real world, then I don't want that solution. Oh, I don't care if work is the answer here. Because sure, it'll distract me from these current problems by providing me new ones. That's like occupying your mind away from the cancer with your brand new diagnosis of AIDS. At least with cancer, hey, the best of us catch cancer. But only the filthy mongers of this world catch AIDS. It's either you're taking some drugs with a dirty needle, took a romp in the sack with some filthy whore, or took it in the rear from a gay HIV positive man. One way or another, this is not the way. But this morning, I tried to be proactive. I tried to get up and actually do Kenny Ho show. But before then, I'm like, "Ah, I'll just go on, maybe put my Netflix to use. Although I'm not encouraged by the recent moves Netflix has been making. A, I'm sure you've heard by now, they're jacking up the prices again. I remember when I got Netflix for the first time, I think it was either $7.99 or $8.99. It was under $10, and now it's moving closer to $20. What is it, like $14.99 now, so $15? Within five years, it's going to be $20 a month, and that's stupid if they're still around. Because aren't they, like, heavily, heavily, heavily in debt? Like, they make a buttload of money, but then they have all these Netflix originals, which each of them, you gotta assume, costs in and around $100. Let's average it all out. It's probably about $100 per project. Oh, retake. I don't know why I kept saying $100. I said it twice. I meant $100 million, of course. But I feel like you're right between the lines. You know what I meant. And I feel like this is a this is not the right move, I feel like. I feel like they're zigging when they should be zagging because this is not the same world as when I started watching Netflix. Because back then, it was Netflix. They were the guys. Everyone else was playing catch-up. They were first to market. They owned the market at the time. And even like the Canadian competitors, the imitators, one of them went out of business, the Rogers one. I forget what it's called. I think it was called Show Me or something. I think it was actually more than Netflix. They priced it, I think it might have been like 10 bucks a month. And it died like maybe a year or two into its existence. It died. Crave survived because it was $4.99. And they had some decent stuff. They must have been losing money off the top. But it's a different world now. Everybody's got their own streaming platform. Even NBC, that's one channel, now has a streaming service. And they bought the WWE Network. So it's not like they're a complete waste of time and money. Like nobody's ever going to buy into that. People are going to buy into it now that they have the wrestling content. So in a world where, let's ignore all those guys. 
let's just look at Disney Plus. Disney Plus is, if you do the year, it's less than $8 a month. Canadian. And if it were just the classic library stuff, the Disney Vault, you know, you could probably, if you really wanted to, you could watch all the classics in one month if you really wanted to. But now that they've announced all these Star Wars shows, all these Marvel shows, those alone are worth the price of admission. So I feel like Netflix's move shouldn't have been raising prices. I feel like they should have gotten their shit together and lowered the price. Because even Prime Video's up and coming, and that's pretty cheap. And that's not just a video service. That comes with, oh, I need a highlighter. I live in the city of Toronto. You can get me this by the end of the day. Free delivery. You bet your ass that's happening. It makes me feel powerful. It makes me feel like a somebody. And the best part is, it's off of my brother's account. I don't have to pay a dime to feel almighty and powerful. But I'm not backing Netflix. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get rid of it either this month or next month. I'm just going to go through it and finally put it to some use. I think there's a couple things on there worth watching. And then I'm putting her to bed, calling it a day, especially because they sent me an email. If this was their idea of keeping my business, they are completely out of touch. I got an email the other day with them saying, Kenny, here's a brand new recommendation for you. Here's something we'd think you'd like. And I think it's called like Winx Project or something like that. But the poster was four broads. I don't even need to watch that. There was not a single dude on there. Not even like an alien or something or explosions in the background. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Do you not know me at all? I know I don't use the service a whole lot. But out of all the stuff I've ever watched on there, why in the world would you think this is the move? Whatever algorithm you're working with, you need a new one. Whichever con artist came up with that algorithm, if he's not already long gone, you need to send him on his way. Because my goodness, I don't even need to watch that show. I just need to look at the poster. I already know I don't like it. I already know what it's about. And I'm already rolling my eyes at how strong, brave, and courageous these smarter-than-everybody-perfect women are. No thanks, Netflix. Consider this email to me your kiss of death. But yeah, it's not 6 a.m. right now, which is when I thought I would record this episode of The Kenny Ho Show. I was rearing up to go, took in a bit of Netflix, took in a bit of YouTube, and I was ready to go. But when I scrolled up at one point, I saw a video that made me almost violently ill. I had scrolled up, I didn't click on it, but like my mouse was hovering above it and it was pretty early. This was probably like 5.30, closer to 6 a.m. in the morning. So I didn't really have my wits about me. I wasn't all that quick. It took me a couple seconds to take in what this video was from the previews, but by then it was too late. I had seen too much. This was a video that was entitled Comparing... And I'm, I feel like I feel sick just just remembering this and saying it, uttering these words. The video was called "Comparing Vaginal Discharge." I'm not even kidding. It's so gross. Why comparing? Why does this video even exist? Who in the world would compare that? 
These freaking broads have no shame. You know, it's a bunch of fat chicks, you know? Hot chicks aren't doing this. Hot chicks are like, this doesn't happen to me. Hey, I don't know what the hell that's all about. I don't know why that happens, exactly what it is. In fact, I don't want to think about it. I'm feeling pretty sick, but it's got to be a bunch of catty fat chicks, right? They're always in competition with one another, especially the good-looking ones. They're like, what's so good about that one? Why does all the guys like him? Oh, it's because she's pretty and she doesn't weigh a metric ton, you fatty, fatty, fat, fat. I don't even understand why it popped up. Like these freaking YouTube algorithms and Netflix algorithms, they're all screwed up. I literally watched two Sims videos about a new mod that someone came up with like a few days ago. It's like uh, they basically made a restaurant that looks like a cross between Harvey's and McDonald's. So I watched two videos about that, and then this popped up. I'm like, are you, what? I guess it's a bunch of fat chicks who play The Sims. I suppose I'm not that far from one of those. Oh, you know it's a bunch of fat girls. Ain't no hot girls on this planet playing The Sims. They're too busy getting juked in real life and fulfilling their real-life aspirations and dreams to be simulating it in a video game. Kristen Crook is not playing The Sims. She's not shacking up with guys like old Kenny, you know? But in the game, you better believe I'm shacking up with Kristen Crook. Joke's on her. Nah, that's not the case. Even in the game, she doesn't sleep with me. We just basically share a house. There's actually no affection, no hugs, no kisses. And both our socials really low because we never talk to each other. It's a very realistic game. Well, moving on. So, how's uh, this old pandemic treating you, huh? It's almost been a year. It's been a damn good year. I mean, sure, lots of people dying, lots of people losing their houses and homes and, you know, businesses and such. But hey, I've been, I've gotten to stay home for the entire year and gotten paid for the most part. It was touch and go early on, but eventually Trudeau came out with something that I could benefit from. So it's been amazing on that end. So even though most people hated 2020, I kind of liked it. Not gonna lie. In fact, people are looking at 2021 as the savior year, even though I don't agree with it. I can see what the argument is. And I'm not crazy about it. Because I guess there's kind of hope on the horizon. Seems like more and more vaccines are uh, proving to be actually a good vaccine and not a zombie-inducing one. Because even that Russian one is like 89, 90% effective or something like that. And I'm like, oh, really? I guess they must have hacked into Pfizer and made a couple tweaks here and there to make it seem like it's not the exact same thing, mostly on the label. Like, no, no, comrade, this is not Pfizer. This is Sputnik. I look at it, it's green. Not clear like your inferior... American vaccines, like, dude, that's food coloring. They're no silly American, it's not food coloring, it is Kool-Aid. Alright, you win, that's cooler. Dose me up, foo. There's one that's coming to Canada, like they're setting up shop in old Montreal. Oh, get ready for some racism, people who are gonna work there. Well, I hope you're white and you speak French, or else they're, uh, eat you alive up there, I'll tell you that much. So there's gonna be that one, and honestly... Even though I want to watch the world burn, I do agree 
you know, looking at it from other people's point of view, that they do want this thing to an end as soon as possible. That factory can't happen soon enough. Because right now it is a joke how few of these vaccines we're actually getting up here in Canada. I think we ordered like 30 million Pfizer's and we're, we've probably got less than 10% of that. And when it comes to that, I understand, first of all, it's one company and like everybody in the world's ordering from them. And the states, of course, they got way more money. They got way more power. And how bad it is down there, of course, they were going to be like, move aside, Canada. We're just going to unload a couple Brinks trucks in front of the Pfizer guy's house. And we're taking all the doses. So I understand why that's happening. But I don't get why, with the doses we do have, why they're not all in arms right now. Like, we've had this thing, I think our first shipment came in the middle of December, just before Christmas. It's almost the middle of February now, and I think we're only in the tens of thousands of people who have received this thing. I'm like, there are at least 15, 20 million people who need this thing. What are you talking about? You're at the thousands, Ontario. Now, maybe it's better at this point, but I remember early on, like the amount of shots they had given him, like I could have literally gone, taken a crash course in this thing, how to administer vaccinations, set up a tent and given those amounts of shots by myself. Now, I understand why unions exist, but I feel like a lot of unions and a lot of people within unions abuse what the, the spirit of a union is about. It used to be about, unions were set up so you didn't work too much and you weren't abused, essentially. Now it's about not doing enough and making as much bank as you can. The least for the most, if you will. But now is the time those unions need to step aside be like, oh no, guys, each of you need to put, I don't know, what's realistic? Let's say they do a 10-hour shift. Let's say they can get in about 50 needles. I, I, I don't know how long it takes, but I feel like you can probably pop in a needle every minute or two. Let's say at the end of a 10-hour shift, you can get in 400 needles. And if there's 10 of these people working per day, you're getting in 4,000 needles. And even if it's only 300, that's still 3,000 needles per day and not like over the span of a week. I feel like in a situation like this, don't get me wrong, who wants to work that hard at work? But I feel like in a situation like this where it's literally life or death, let's suck it up for six months, huh? Then when it's all over, listen, go back to being a fat cat. I don't even care at that point. And finally, there's a new Johnson & Johnson vaccination. I mean, it's technically a vaccination, but you'd have to be a complete fool to even waste your time with it. Right now, it's only about 60% effective. So it's basically a toss-up. It's just slightly better than 50-50. It might work. It might not work. Like with every other vaccination, even the Russian one, it's like it's probably going to work. You might be part of the 5 to 10% that, well, tough out of luck. But for the most part, 90% of the people that take this thing, it's going to be effective for now until, you know, a mutant strain comes and kills us all. Oh, I can't wait for the day. What is Johnson & Johnson one? Why would you even bother? And I'm hearing stupid shit. Like people are like, oh, yeah, I used to I've grown up with Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, I love their baby oil. I grew up on that stuff. I used to use that stuff all the time as a kid. I'm definitely waiting for the Johnson & Johnson one. I mean, you're a jackass. Why is brand loyalty a part of this at all? What are you, out of your mind? 
When it's something trivial and doesn't matter like Pepsi versus Coke, be my guest. Even though it was clearly a Britney versus Christina situation, at the end of the day, it wasn't life or death. Unless you chose Christina. Then me and the Britney Spears for life gang might kick the shit out of you. I mean, the other guys, well, I'll just be there, like, with commentary. Dirty over Oops I Did It Again. Get out of here, bitch. Somebody stomp this hoe's face in. But when it comes to vaccinations, I've never even heard of Pfizer before. I've never heard of Moderna. I can't even, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Yet I don't care. Why? Because it doesn't matter. As long as the vaccination is good, 90 to 95%, hell, even better if it were 100. But certainly, I'll take 90% over 60% effective any day of the week. When this is all said and done, ain't nobody gonna be like, hey, yo, so which one did you take? Like Pfizer, you're a loser. Johnson and Johnson for life. At that point, I'm gonna listen. When you die in a couple months, I will piss on your grave. And the urine will come from, I don't know, like six cans of no-name cola. Just so you understand, it don't matter if it's Pepsi, if it's Coke. It's still degrading, nevertheless. Alright, that's it. That's episode 296 of The Kenny Ho Show. Getting close. I've made a total of zero progress on episode 300. Because I've been playing The Sims, man. It's like a drug. It's addictive. But it comes at a price. It turns out when you do the crime, you do do the time. And in this sense, it was... I got real caught up in The Sims... So I looked up some Sims videos, and then the YouTube algorithm made me pay. Ugh.